0: Hi, welcome to the shallow dive on the Dafyomi. I hope you enjoy. Okay, Lamed Alav, Aleph. 6 lines down from the top. Gidol Bar Relay, Shadalagita, Tzfalo, Gidl Bar Relay, sent a bill of divorce to his wife. ozal Shlicha, Ashkecha, to have a the so he sent a messenger, his agent, to go and give this bill of divorce to his wife. And when this messenger found the woman that he wanted to give the bill of divorce to, he saw if she was knitting. As she says, reges. And he said to her, this is your bill of divorce. La He showed it to her. He said, looky here, this is what I got for you, but he didn't actually give it to her. Amrale Zil Hashta Miha. Again says minhaha. So she said to him, Go now from here. She was not interested in receiving this get. The and come back tomorrow. She's very busy weaving. She doesn't have time for this shenanigans, her husband sending her bill of divorce. Come back tomorrow. Oza So the messenger went back to the husband, Amale, And the messenger said over what happened. The husband was very relieved. He said, ah, oh, blessed is the one who is good and does good. Look at that. So happy that he's still a married man. He had apparently a change of heart. Abaye, Omar Baruch HaTov HaMetiv. Abaye interpreted in the halakhic realm the implication of this. When the man said, Baruch HaTov HaMetiv, <laughs> He's describing genuinely that he's glad that the get was not given below Botelgitto. But nonetheless, the bill of divorce has not been nullified. The bill of divorce is still in effect. The messenger would go and deliver it the next day. She would be divorced. So he's Experiencing the husband is relieved that it was not delivered, but he has not taken the necessary step to neutralize the get He has not nullified it. That's why by his opinion. That's how he passed me. Rava Rava says he's expressed his relief that the messenger did not deliver this bill of divorce. He's glad that he's still married, that she's still his wife. And he has thereby negated, nullified, this bill of divorce. Hmm. It's still, in effect, if the messenger would give her this bill of divorce the next day, she would be divorced. That's a bio. The Marsh says, what are they arguing about? They argue about Giluidaito, Rashi explains, Od Bishli There's a revelation of his intent, of his will concerning this get. When the husband says, Barhatova meitiv." Expressing his gratitude, his relief that the messenger did not deliver this bill of divorce. So, what is the implication? Abaye says, "That's not adequate to impact the effectiveness of the get. It is still an active get." The Rava says. Since he has revealed that he is no longer interested, the husband has revealed himself to not want the messenger to give this bill of divorce. That's enough for him to neutralize the get, and it can no longer be used, according to Rava. Oh my Rava, mina amin says, "Where am I coming from? How do I know this?" Rava's opinion that died daita, that this expression of relief. He's glad the get was not given. How does Rav know that that is adequate to neutralize this bill of divorce? Dravshayshas. Ashpilegita Ugavra Belkarche. Let's start with Dravshayshas. That he took a bill of divorce against the will of the husband and the witnesses the the husband said to these witnesses ha the so said rafshashs to nullify this bill of divorce so this It's a fascinating discussion, but the most basic issue is kfiyabigitin, forcing to give a bill of divorce. That's what's going on over here. Rosheshis is extracting from this fellow a bill of divorce. He's twisting his arm until he says, uncle, he says, okay, please write this. Not please, do it. Write the bill of divorce already. He doesn't really necessarily want to divorce his wife he's only doing it because he's being pressured well that's what it appears the realm says that's not exactly what's going on let's get into this how does K'fia work? how's it effective? I'll call upon him to to finish up the story over here to, to see what's Happening, Roshesha extracted this bill of divorce coercively, and then this husband said to the witnesses "Roshesha said to neutralize the get, to nullify it. And then Roshashas required another bill of divorce. So you see that Roshesha was concerned with the Giluidas. This fellow so says Revel. Revel says, you see from the story that when the husband, the recalcitrant husband, after saying, write this bill of divorce for my wife, under duress, then backtracks on that and says that Roshesha said to neutralize and nullify this get. that Roshesha said, okay, let's start from scratch. Let's start uh, twisting his arm again to get him to say, write another get.'" So that's a CU. That's a support for Rava's contention that Gilu Das is adequate to neutralize the get. He's revealed that he's not happy about it. So that's like saying, "Bgatotova made it." he says, "I'm so relieved." He, he tells the messenger, "I'm so relieved you didn't deliver the get." So Rava says it's neutralized, like in the story. <coughs> the story with Rochasius. We have Baye. What does a Baye do with this story? Abaya says, What is Roshashash in the business of neutralizing bills of divorce of people? What kind of business is this? The story sounds quite bizarre. The, the husband said, Abaya said to neutralize the, the get. Who, who, who is, uh, is Roshashash to neutralize get? get he, he neutralizes other people's bills of divorce. So Abai explains, that's not what happened. Ihu Bakle, really the husband, was the one who neutralized the get. He said it's no longer valid. amaluhu and that which he said over to the witnesses that Rosheshis said to neutralize the get, nushum difnuye. That was just to avoid getting hit. Let's see, Rashi. Amar lachul Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes Amar lachem v'nisha mati t'vatal geta. So, in a story, the husband says, that Rav Sheshes said to them, and I heard that the get should be nullified. It's shricha of Rav Sheshes and Rav Sheshes required to start from scratch, write a new get, this implies, in support of Ravah, that a revelation, of the will of the husband, is adequate, to neutralize the get, what does Abayi do, what is Rav in the business, of neutralizing getin, from other people, it says that's not the full story, you don't have a giludasia. <speaking in Hebrew> he didn't say, I neutralized it. He rather said, Roshashis it. And we don't have a revelation of his own interest. <speaking> in <Hebrew> so rather, what actually happened is the husband himself said, this get is neutralized. And then, <laughs> There are people there, ready with their batons to smack him, to smack the husband. And in order to avoid getting smacked, And in order to avoid getting smacked, he says to them, so says Roshatius, he commanded, Roshatius was the one who commanded that he neutralize this bill of divorce. And really, he's lying through his teeth. He just didn't want to get hit. Wow. So that's the story. It's, there's no capacity over here. That Part of the story is missing, according to Abaye, that the guy did neutralize the get himself, the husband. That's why Rashesh required a new get. And then when he said to the people with the batons uh, that Roshesh said to neutralize the get, that was just that he shouldn't get smacked. But he was he was lying to them. He was the one who neutralized the get. So that's missing information according to Abaye, in the story. And therefore he says the story is not a support for Rava's opinion. Vom Rabaye back like in Mino Amin Allah, Yehuda, Another story involving Kfi'ah, which we're going to get to a little bit more, to understand this parsha of forcing. So Abaye is trying to substantiate his opinion. Again, Abaye is the one who says that it's not enough to have a gil Das. It's not enough to give an indication that his will is to neutralize this bill of divorce. He has to do so explicitly in order to negate the Get. So what's the story? What's, he, what's his source, so to speak? The Rav Yehuda took, extracted a geth by the Son of law of Rabirmiya from Biroah, And the husband, after agreeing to write the gad, then negated it. Tana ashkale uvitle, haadotana ba ashkale al korche. Vamalullah sadi asivu kari boznaichu. Uksuvule. So this repeated itself. Ashi says, "Yirmiyah Birah that's his name. Tana Ashkele Shano Shenis, Lichto Achen." This fellow was not didn't have such a good memory, and even though he remembered very briefly that he was interested in writing a get, as soon as the pressure was no longer exerted. He said, no, no, don't write the get. Negate it. I'm not interested in divorcing my wife. So then they started up the pressure again to encourage him strongly to give a command to write the get. So this happened multiple times and the guy said, write the get. They started and then afterwards he said, oh, never mind. I'm not interested in divorcing my wife. So how... Do they avoid this uh ping pong game? Rashi Asibu Karibodnaiko place some gourd in your ears. Simu Kanivas yerek Dak Shell daluin. take some some thin this is a ancient recipe for earplugs take some uh, thin gourd material, plug your ears Gosnehem that you shouldn't hear when the husband might change his mind because he's done that already in the past and now you can't hear it so you can't hear him saying no I don't want you to write a get and they, they will put this the earplugs in after they hear that he says write the get quickly plug up their ears and then go and write the get and hear no evil and go there. just <laughs> give, give the get. Back in the Mark, and if you hold, contends it If you hold like Ravah, the, the revelation of his will is enough to neutralize the get. Then even though they can't hear because of this very good type of earplug, made out of some gourd material. They can't hear the guy running after them, apparently saying something, but there would probably be a decent indication that he's not interested, because that's what happened the last two times. And yet, bias says there's no Iludas, we see from the story, that they can uh, continue on their merry way with the writing and delivery of this get. You see, Gilimilsa is nothing. This revelation of his will is not enough. They have to have an explicit bittul. And, and what does Rava say about this story? Rava will say that there's no Gilui that's over here. Maybe he's running after them to say, strengthen yourselves, exert yourselves to give this over. He's, he's sick and tired of getting beaten up. So what are they taking, what are they wasting so much time for? He's running after them, but they can't hear what he's saying. Maybe he's saying, hurry. He doesn't want to keep getting the, uh, the stick. Rashi. Usher, have a look. Strengthen yourselves to give this Bill of Divorce quickly. to the Strengthen yourselves. Exert yourselves. Stop draying around. It hurts. So Rafa says there's no gilidath. Because maybe this time he's really worn out. And instead of saying he wants to play ping pong, go back and forth, he's deciding... Hurry up, it hurts. So therefore, there's no Giliudas. That's how Rav understood the story. In order to conclude the pain of that fellow, meaning himself, saying he doesn't want to keep getting hurt. Rav says, where do I derive this from? The bai wants to bring support from another Maisa, a bhai that Giludas is not adequate, a fellow who says, if I don't come until 30 days have passed, then this should be a bill of divorce. Also poske mi bara, so the fellow did Kiddushin. He did the first stage of marriage. And he told his bride, I'm going to be back within 30 days to finish. We'll have a chuppah then. And he was on his way. He's on the other side of the river trying to get a ferry to be there within the 30 days. And he wasn't able to, but he was jumping on the other side of the river, saying, "I'm I'm here. I'm coming," trying to get over, but he wasn't able to. Rami Shmuel lo asked him. Shmuel says, "Doesn't work. He didn't come, and therefore the get is a good get." Rava to says that's not a proof, even though clearly. His intention in that story is to not have the get be effective. He's trying to come to do the chalpa. But so what? The says it's a fundamentally different process. Over there, he's not coming to neutralize the bill of divorce. He's coming to fulfill the tznai, the stipulation that he made for the get to be effective or ineffective and for the Tznai, he just didn't come within thirty days. So that's not comparable to the action of negating the get where Rabbah says a Giludas is enough, just the revelation of his will. mean here is a Tznai that needs to be fulfilled or not fulfilled. It doesn't matter, Giludas. The condition, stipulation that he set was not fulfilled, he said. If I don't come back within 30 days, then this is your get. And he didn't come back. So it is her get. (laughs) There was a fellow that he said, if I don't come back until 30 days, this should be the bill of divorce. When 30 days arrived, he said to them, he said, I've been trying. Been trying, but not successfully. Rashi says, This fellow that says, I see that I'm coming, see that I'm I'm here trying to arrive. That's not substantially... Get according to Rava according to it's a support that, that that's what he's he's trying to do, he's showing Giludas, and nonetheless it's it's not adequate. The he's coming and over here we're evaluating was the stipulation fulfilled or not, I Kiyum Tnoi so he's, he's trying to claim that he has fulfilled his condition. That's the story. If he does not come to conclude, to, to come back to do the chuppah, this should be a get. He said, if I can't come within 30 days to consummate the marriage, to do the chuppah, so. Then there won't be wedding canopy, canopy altogether. It'll just be a get. Ha terachno, ha slightly different than earlier. Ha so. Rashi says, "But ani." I was trying to prepare the chopa thirty days before the wedding. It's a lot of work, and I wasn't able to. The Gemara says, "What should be the concern?" If it's because it was against his will that he wasn't able to complete, there is no ones by the get. Meaning there's no no negation of the get due to the fact that he was unable to perform. And therefore the get, this bill of divorce, is in full force. And if you say it's because of the revelation of his will. Let that negate the get. Look, so That is a debate between Abai and Ravah. And we paskin like Abai in this case. So therefore, there's no reason to be concerned. that maybe she is married. She is certainly not married. <laughs> the reish yachad adar, similar sort. <clears throat> that he said to them. If I don't return the beginning of the month of Adr, then this should be the bill of divorce. When the beginning of the month of Adar came, He said, I meant beginning of the month of Nisan. So why should this be any reason for concern should we consider her a Suffolk Mekodesh, that maybe she's still married? No, we should say she's obviously divorced. As we said before, if you're worried about Ones, that there's something that was out of his ability to deal with, it was out of his hands, that is not relevant to the status of the Geth. And if you say that there's a Das that he doesn't want to divorce her, again this is the debate between aai and rava whether Gilu'i das is enough to neutralize the get or not and rashi says is like that one can neutralize a get by stating with the right words that he's doing so he's neutralizing the get in front of two witnesses and aloha is like, previous machlokas, that aloha is in accord with Rabbi in two accounts. And aloha is like, or as she explains, this whole debate, when we have a clear understanding of the husband's will, does that impact the validity of this bill of divorce. Allah is like a bayah that it does not. This is one of the famous six cases in Shas, where in a machlokis between a bay and rabah we pass him like a bay. Why is he called nachmeni? Because Rabba Bar nachmeni raised a bay in his house. And he also taught him Torah. He was an orphan. Abaye was an orphan. The shame of and therefore he took on the name Nachmeni from his father, meaning the father of Rabbah bar Nachmeni. So that's who Nachmeni is. That's why Abaye has this title Nachmeni because of his adopted grandfather. So that's the Allah. Allah is like a baye. That in order to neutralize the get, he has to state explicitly that it is neutralized. And just the giludas, just the revelation that he's not interested in the get being effective is not enough. That's, that, that's the psak. That is the Allah. Like a baye over here. Let's look at this process of a get, balkorcha, A little bit. Famous Rambam. In Gerishim. Pergbe'i Zalachachaf. Mi Shadin no'sen. Shikof no'sal garish asishtam. Valor tzal garish. Somebody. That the halacha. Is. That he should be forced. To divorce his wife. And he's not interested. He doesn't want to divorce his wife. But. He should divorce his wife. Bezen Shall Shaliyshrab, b'chol cholzman, makin also the Jewish court in all places and times strike him ad shiomerotzani until he says, "I'm interested." V'yiktov Haget, and the get should be written v'hu get and it is a valid bill of divorce. and similarly, im akul kaim, if he was struck by non-Jews v'omer lo, asay ma'Shi'Israel omer and these non-Jews are working for the Jewish court, and they say, do whatever the Jewish court says to do. Yisrael And he is being pressed upon, pressured, by the Jews through the strong arm of the non-Jews until he divorces. This is a Kashaget. They don't have to do it physically themselves, the guy who's Swinging the bat could be acting on behalf of the court, Jewish court. If the non-Jews on their own are forcing him, until he said, okay, I'll write the get. Since we're talking about a case where he is supposed to write, so it's only get possible, it's only invalid, rabbinically, because he actually is supposed to write a get in this case. That's what we're talking about. Without getting into when he's supposed to write a get, there are times when I didn't know saying that he's supposed to write a get. So here the guy got it right. He is supposed to write a get. But rabbinically it's invalid. And this is really the fundamental question. Why don't you say it's bottle? Why are you saying that this is a kosher get? If it's done... Under Jewish auspices and it's rabbinically invalidated if the non Jews are pushing him to write a get that he should be writing. Why don't we say that since he's anos, since he's under duress, it's entirely entirely invalid and it should not be a good divorce altogether. She'en omrim anos alumi shenach v'nichak lasos dobber shainal machuyub minatar lasosa. Rambam says this is a broad concept. We don't say somebody is under duress and and being forced to do something. Other than one who is being pressured, and pushed to do something, that he is not required to do by the Torah. he go in, for example, nisho paad shemocha, somebody who is beaten up until he sold something, or that he gave it as a gift. Avami you should talk for Yitzro in this case, we're not talking about force to do something that is disconnected from his obligation. We're talking about something that the Torah requires him to do. So therefore, what is going on over here? Talk for he's being dragged along by his evil inclination. Levat al-Mitzvah, to negate himself from fulfilling a mitzvah. The Torah says in this case, he should give a bill of divorce. And his Yitzhahara is encouraging him, Nah, don't give a bill of divorce. Hmm. But that's his Yitzhahara. The Torah says, Give a bill of divorce. O lasos a Or, the Yitzhahara tells him to go and do an aveira. And he is hit until he fulfills that which he is required to do, according to the Torah. O ad dovar she'osa Or until... He distances himself from that which he's not allowed to do. This is not considered a form of duress. Rather, he, under the influence of his evil inclination, has pushed himself away from fulfilling the Torah. But really, the pressure that he's experiencing is helping him get in touch with his inner self. He, he really wants to keep the Torah. L'figach. Therefore, back to our case. This, this fellow does not want to give his wife a bill of divorce. Set aside this particular bad day. He's under the thumb of the Yitzhar. Yitzhar is pushing him around. He's in, he's in a fight with his wife and he's interested in, in, in being... Uh, mudslinging, whatever it is, he's not interested in giving or get, even though the Torah says he should. So he wants to be a Jewish fellow, though. We're talking about somebody that is interested. And his will is to fulfill the entire Torah. And he wants to distance himself from all of Eros. doesn't say all, all of Eros, but. He doesn't. He wants to do what's right, and he wants to avoid what's wrong. You ask the guy on a good day. Is is it from a yid? He's trying to keep the Torah. The yidzro who should talk for, and we're talking about a guy that's under the influence of the Yitzhahara, and he's not thinking straight. He went ad shetasha shitzro because he got beaten up, and now the Yitzhahara doesn't have quite as strong. A hold on him, he's reevaluating. Well, my road's to and he says, "Okay, I'm interested. Divorce my wife. Write that bill of divorce." That's called that he is divorcing at his own will. He is interested. So this is a broad principle. The Rambam says, "By mitzvahs and Averis, and specifically for Gittin, when the Torah demands under certain circumstances, that the husband divorces his wife. Sometimes the Torah does, sometimes it doesn't. They know each case, but in a case where the Torah does, and we're talking about somebody that it identifies as a Yisra, wants to keep the Torah, wants to do the Mitzvahs, wants to avoid Averus. So here he's under the influence of the Yitzhahara. The pressure and force exerted is just to help him get in touch with his explicit interest on a regular day-to-day basis—he is trying to be a it. and therefore, when he now says, "Okay, give her the bill of divorce," he's doing so. That's really what he wants. He wants to follow the Torah. Now, this this is a very interesting exposition of the halacha of kviyah of forcing. And it's often explained in a way that's broader than it really applies. It's clear from the Rahman that if this fellow is not interested in following the Torah, that there's no fear. Even though the Torah binds him to follow the Torah, the Torah, he's bound to keep the Torah. If he says, I'm not interested in being from Israel," I'm not interested in keeping the Torah. If that's what he says... Then you can beat him from today until tomorrow. Mm. He could say, "I'm interested in divorcing my wife just because it hurts," and the Ramadan will tell you it's not a good get. Mm. The time when it's a good get is when his explicit intention, other than this anomaly over here where he's fighting with his wife, his explicit intention is to be a good Jew. And that means following the Torah, what it says to do, it says not to do. He's he's on board. There, kviya helps. It doesn't help for somebody that's not broadly trying to keep the Torah. He's not a firmeyid The kfiyah will be irrelevant. Now Rabbi Yaakov Kamenevsky points this out this Mediacus in the ramam that the scope of kfiyah is specifically where it's helping him express his inner standard will. It's not so hidden. It's not a pental that he's he's fry and He's, uh, deep down he wants to keep the Torah. Not so deep down he wants to keep the Torah. Explicitly he wants to keep the Torah. That's where Kephiyah helps. And over here he's having a hard time. So you give him a different hard time to stop having that hard time. In general, there's a Gemarang Subhiv, Peh Vav, about Kephiyah. The Ramam says it's not unique over here, it's a general principle. The says, <laughs> by positive commandments, if the court tells him to make a sukkah and he's not doing it, or to take the lulav and he's not doing it, strike him until his soul departs meaning the Besdin will force him to fulfill his mitzvahs. So he's he's interested. Right now he's he's in a bad mood. He doesn't want to sit in the sukkah. He doesn't want to build a sukkah. doesn't want to take the Dal Minim. Not exactly having a very happy sukkahs right now. Bezdin is trying to help him out. So they start beating him up. Agitates in Apsho. So what does that mean? Is it until and including or not including? How much do they beat him up? But there is no tzion in this halacha of the Gemara. The Ramam doesn't bring it down in Yad Ha'zoka, doesn't say this. <coughs> even though it's implicit by the halacha we just saw that it's a general principle. So Tzorach Bior in the Ramam, it is brought in Shrushin, but not in Yad Ha'zoka directly. You find rarely, an Indian of Kfiyah, by carbon you find, but the general klal of mitzvahs, kofin ala mitzvahs, they should be forced to fulfill the mitzvah, beat him up until he builds and sits in the sukkah, beat him up until he takes the four species, the, the, the lulav, although that's a gemara, and the Ramah mentions it obliquely over here by giving a get, forcing him to do the mitzvah of giving a get. We don't actually find the Ramah saying so in Yad like I said, it's just instruction, and Aga, by Gitin. he mentions it's a general clout. Tarh why the Rama doesn't say it? It's a question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the chat is. Why the Ramadan doesn't say it? It's like a choser. It's a that, as much as the Svar of the Rama is, if a person is trying to keep the Torah, so we say it's his Zietzahara that's stopping him. So he's trying to keep the terrorist. so if he's having a, a lulav problem or a sukkah problem, so exert some pressure against his Zietzahara. Why doesn't Ramim say that? In a general sense, he mentions it by Gitan, Tarqbiya, why it's not Mefurish by all mitzvahs. See the Tosos Rid. Tosos Rid is bothered. The Tuva. Very hard for me to understand. Even according to Abaye, which is how we pass him, that the expression of the will of this husband, he says, So happy that the messenger didn't give the bill of divorce. That's nothing. Even according to Abaye the guy negates it explicitly with his mouth. He says the right words. This bill of divorce is neutralized, nullified, done. So Abayah says it works. Even Abayah says he could be mevachal, yeah. In the story where the aid to avoid the ping pong, this player over here, is to stuff their ears with uh, some some gourd earplugs. If the guy's actually saying, neutralize the gad, nullify it, that's more than just Achilles it death. It's more than just he's implying that he's not interested, but he didn't say so explicitly. The guy's yelling at the top of his lungs, they just can't hear it. Out of Shmiya's <laughs> Aiden in Nelson does <laughs> depend on the hearing of the witnesses. E botle, if he neutralizes, is it not neutralized? nimsa get bottle. And it comes out that they can plug their ears all they want. And the is getting dramatic over here. He says it's a neutralized get. And her children, she's gonna go and get remarried because, well, she received a get. The guy was screaming till he was blue in the face that the get is neutralized and they just couldn't hear it for the life of them for some strange reason. So comes out, says Tosas Rid, the children of Mamzayrim. It's not a good cat. She's getting her married. What kind of game is this? The Adam and an Ha'edus. The witnesses are just to clarify the testimony of what happened. Shabitlo, that he actually neutralized it. And he's proving his point. He says, in a case where there is a mutual understanding and agreement between the husband and wife that he neutralized the get, it is neutralized. So even if he gave it to her, there are no witnesses. In a case where the husband wrote a get and before he gave it to her said, I'm neutralizing this, this is not a good get. It's just nothing. This um, Portland recycles, here's a piece of paper. It's not a get. He, he says, it's bottle, he gives it to her. Okay, if they uh, mutually agree that that's what happened, so she's not divorced. No witnesses whatsoever. So, Tosus asks, who cares if the witnesses couldn't hear if the guy actually was screaming at the top of his lungs? This get is neutralized. So, how are they allowing her to get remarried on such a get? The children should be mamzeir. Ish lo says, under duress, he's also being pushed around over here. Shabito bli edim eino Okay, negation of the get without witnesses is worthless. and even though if both of them agree, that is true. so he's he's feeling his arm twisted to say that you must have witnesses if there are no witnesses, it's not a good get. They're not just witnesses to. Testify about what happened, but they're like they're like a They make it effective. In order for it to actually be fully neutralized, they have to be. There, there has to be a witnessing of the neutralization. That's why they were told to seal up their ears. They shouldn't hear if he's negating it. And therefore, it's a bittol without adim, which is ineffective. It's negating the, the get neutralizing this bill of divorce, but there are no witnesses because they couldn't hear And therefore, it doesn't help. It's still a good get. Even though it certainly seems, based on the history of what happened in the story, that when they're running after, this, the husband is running after them, screaming something which they just can't hear for some reason, that probably he's saying, don't give the get, and it should be neutralized. Still, that's just a gilui dasp. Laud Milsehu, we pass like Rava, it's nothing. I'm sorry, we pass him like Abaye, according to Rava, Giludas, is no good, but it is, is going to make it not a good get. According to Abaye, it's not adequate to neutralize the get. You have to have an explicit neutralization. And Tosal says it's only effective in the presence of Edim, the kion. It's like Kiddushin. That's why he's learning. Kiddushin, if he gives her a ring, to the whole ceremony, if nobody is watching, it's not a good Kiddushin. You need the witnesses in order to have the Kiddush. You need the witnesses in order to have the Bittal, the, the nullification of this So if the tree falls in the forest with nobody to hear it. It did not make a sound. You have to have the witnesses there. de Kion. have to make it a bittel by witnessing it. That's the way Tosas Rid is feeling forced. The Fi Hadchak. He's pushed into this. says it's not the Pashtas. And the Ramantaka Taka doesn't Agree with this, Rambam says, without witnesses, it is neutralized." But nonetheless, the cuts it thinner. He agrees to this pasuk lechera, but uh, okay, that's that's one mahalach <coughs> in Tosef's He Himself has another of <coughs> mahalach. but more correct in my eyes. Lomar the review the Halacha, the Rav Shimon Gamliel, the lastly the says that he wants to say that it's not. La which, l'cher, that's not stim with uh, the psak, according to the Rambam. So okay, it's a second teretz. It's not la halacha. upon he's bothered that this is more than just a kilui das. If the guy is saying it's neutralized and just the witnesses can't hear it, so that's that seems to be more of a reason to say there's no get than just barhatova ametiv. Just an expression of relief that it's, the get wasn't delivered. Well, Khair the Ram is going to have to say there's a chiluk between the neutralization of the get independently that requires witnesses and beno the beno is a different story. That does not require witnesses. So you're going to have to say something to that effect. But Bir, exactly what the, what the difference is why beno the beno does not require eidim when, when he has eidim, then it's a kium that you need the Edom. Torchemir chayal kasha of the Tosfos is the good kasha. That it's more than just giluy das. Assuming that the fellow actually is screaming to neutralize the get. So, what does it matter that they couldn't hear? Al kupon that is, it's, it appears that is the halacha. Let's see the next mishnah. Top of Lamadalat base. Barishona, mishana Shmo uShmo, Iro, Originally, in a writing a bill of divorce, you could have an alias, changing his name, her name, name of the city, of either where he lives or she lives. Now she says, If he had two names. He had one name that people called him in one city and another name that he used in another city. He would divorce her with writing in the bill of divorce the name that he used at the location where it's being written. Originally, that's what the Mishnah says, Barishona, there's no requirement to write both names. He would just write the name that was used in the location of the writing. <speaking in Hebrew> the elder instituted <speaking> in <Hebrew> He instituted that the get should be written in a way that captures all of his aliases, so and so, this man, divorcing his wife, and any name that he has. <laughs> Similarly, <speaking in Hebrew> Is divorcing this so and so and all his aliases, is divorcing Mrs. So and So and any name that she has. Mipnei tikkun ha'olam. This is all in order to establish the world. Tikkun ha'olam. Rashi. Mipnei tikkun ha'olam. What is the purpose of Raman Gamliel Hazukin's enactment? Shalo laz this fellow has two names one name is used in one city and another name in the other city so let's say that he wrote the bill of divorce in a city that's uh, he has the second name now he delivers the yet to the woman in the first city and they don't recognize that name so she shows the bill of divorce. She says, look, my husband gave me a bill of divorce. And then she gets remarried. And they say, that's not yours. Hmm. It says some other guy divorced you. And that's, that's nothing. Obviously, we know your husband's name was the, the Plony, not Almoni. Hmm. So, And they they only used the name that, that was typical in the second city, when the, in, the, in the place where it was written. That's not going to help in the first city to give credibility to the get, and people suspect that her children are Namzirim. They're really not Namzirim, because it is the right guy. But by instituting the addition of all the aliases that he has, that will prevent this concern. Oh, it says, and every name that he's called, okay, then, including the name that he's called in this city, so then you're not going to have this problem of people saying wrongly that her children from the second husband after she remarries, Arman tells Telsos. The chol shum on every name that he has. Tosa shall Shal alachas golos, kaso. Shatarach licht of aget. Choshum. Chalicha de isli. Lestrai mashma. Shaloshen zah, How you aget? It's mashma that this actually was the text, a standardized text written in aget. Then near the Abedantam. The says, no, it's not a standard text. The name, fill in the name and then just follow it up with and whatever alias he has. That could lead to a problem. Not everybody has a nickname. Not everybody is Yisra with seven names, Moshe with ten names. Not everybody has so many aliases. Sometimes, you have very simple people, they have one name and they only go by one name all around the world. And therefore, if you put in as a default text in this bill of divorce, Plony, and he has no other names, and then you also write, and every nickname he has, every alias he has, oh, that's not, that's not our Marshala. He goes by Marshala, no other names. So it says Marshala and every nickname, and well, that's his, his only name, Marshala. Nobody ever calls him Marsha, Nobody calls him anything else. Ruman Shim Lady, no other names, just Marshala. So it can't be our Marshala. So it's gonna, it's gonna backfire. By saying it, every nickname he has, as a default, if the fellow has no nicknames, it's going to imply that it's not your marshal. <coughs> so Rabbeinu Tam says, you don't write it as a standard text, in addition, and every nickname, every alias. Because then, get acher. it'll look like it's referring to some other fellow that does have nicknames or aliases. Therefore, according to Tam, it would appear, to enumerate and list every single nickname or alias that he has specifically, and that way it's not just a default boilerplate, but nobody's going to think, in case there are no nicknames or aliases, that it's not the right guy. Rabbi enacted to write in the text of the Bill of Divorce I so and so that is called such and such. Specifically, Kimnamara, Sara de Miskari Miriam. Like the Gemara says later on, we're getting to it shortly, Sara that is called Miriam. Alsa Bahin Miskarile Mari Baha Diktani Big Mara Vishmo Shibihudov Shem Galil Emo Mashmak Sask Hir Shinatam. There's some some substantiation of Rabinatam's text from the Gemara so-and-so that is called such, or such-and-such. Let's see the Gemara. Omar, Rav Yehuda, Omar Shmuel. Shalchulei, B'nei B'nei Asayam, Rabba Gamliel. Rav Yehuda, in the name <Hebrew> of Shmuel, said that they sent two people <speaking> in a different country, across the ocean, to Rabba Gamliel. Ne Adam, Abba Misham, Lakan, People that are coming from there to here. Shmo Yosef, his name is Yosef. lo Yohanan. And he's called Yohanan. Yohanan. lo Yosef. If his name is Yohanan and he has a nickname, Yosef. Hech Megashen, Nishosan. How should these people be able to divorce their wives? Ahmad, Rabban Gamaliel, as we saw in the Mishnah, stood up and he enacted, such and such a person, and every name that he has, is divorcing this woman with her name and every name that she has. This is all in order to save the world, to prevent people from thinking that when she remarries, that it wasn't, that she doesn't have a real good bill of divorce from her first husband due to confusion about the names. So by adding in all the aliases, you can prevent that problem. Ama Ravashi, buhu betray And this is presuming that he has established two separate names. Amale Rabbi kami kavasech. The Rabbi Abbas said to Ravashi, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lozer they hold like you. Taniqavose, Ravashi. We have a b'raisa in support of Ravashi. you lo, that says this stipulation, that we're talking about where he has two established names. What's the Braissa in support of Ravashi? you lo, if he had two wives, he had one wife living in Judea and one in the Galilee. And he has two names. And he goes by one name in Yehuda and a separate name in Galilee. And he divorced his wife that lives in Yehuda with his name that is known in Yehuda. And he also divorced his wife in the Galilee with a name that he used in the Galilee. She is not divorced until he divorces his wife that's in Yehuda. With his name that is used in Yehuda, v'shem galil imo, and the name that he's he's called by in the Galil with him, and in order for it to be a valid bill of divorce, when he wants to divorce his wife that's in the Galil, he needs to use the primary name that's used in the Galil, v'shem deyehuda imo, and also in addition mention the name that is used in Yehuda. If he goes to another place, he's no longer in Yehuda or Galil, new place, and he just uses one of the names, whichever name he chooses, either the name that's current in Galil or Yehuda, then it works. Ah, you said that he has to say both names, whether divorcing in Galil or Yehuda. This is a support, this Braissa supports the contention of Rabashi that this requirement of adding the nickname is a case where he has a chazaka of the name that's used. So he's the the context of this enactment of Ramalil is in a case where he has a, a known name in this locale, he has to add names in other locales. But when he's going to a new place. And he's divorcing there. In the new place he has no established name altogether. There is no such enactment. The Ravashi stipulation is supported by this Raisa that the requirement of listing the the names and the the aliases or the, that's specifically where there's a Iskus where he's has an established name. Miriam <clears throat> There was a lady that people called her Miriam, and some people called her Sarah. So the main name was Miriam, but some called her Sarah. They said in Narada that the way to write her name for the Bill of Divorce is Miriam, which is the main name, and every alias that she has, every name she has, and to not, says, not to write the opposite, to not use the name that had less currency, in this case, it was Sarah and every name she has, even though that would seem to imply also Anne Miriam, at least according to Rabbeinu Tam. But rather, it needs to be structured with the primary name first and the nicknames or aliases that are sometimes used, less currency, only afterwards. The Kol sheishlo should, should be the secondary names, not the primary names. Let's see the ella A widow does not collect her ksuba. After her husband has died, he's supposed to, from his estate, pay her ksuba. So it's not collected from the assets that were inherited by the orphans other than with a She has to take an oath that she had not received payment from her husband in his life but a lot of widows were not interested in taking this oath Ramah instituted Ramah the elder that instead of taking a shvua she should take a neder take a vow to the, the orphans to whatever effect that they will be satisfied with and collect a see, Rashi. She cannot collect her ksuba from the estate. Other than with an oath, she, that she has not received anything yet in payment of the ksuba. These widows often held back from taking this oath. And she would lose the ability to collect her ksuba. But Gemara, unfortunately, my time with Gemara is going to speak about this what the reasoning is, the enactment was that the widow should take a neder to the orphans to the effect of whatever they wanted. They should choose something that they, in their assessment, will be hard for her to stick to. For example, if she takes a neder to treat any this particular food her favorite food so they know what her favorite food is so she can't live without it she's got to eat these uh, certain let's say chocolates she needs these Mazonos that's her uh, her main stay so they say oh take a vow that you're that you're not going to derive any benefit from these particular chocolates that we know you love if She's saying if she derived benefit from her ksuba, if she received the ksuba, basically, then she's not going to be allowed to derive benefit from those chocolates. It's going to be like a, a carbon konamalai. So that's a type of vow that they know what she likes, they know it would be effective, that they will accept that she must not have actually received her ksuba. And then, once it's something that they're satisfied with, and, and she took this nether, then she'll collect the ksuba. If it was, in fact, something that she had accepted, and she took this nadir, whatever she vowed is not going to be restricted because she derived benefit from the tzuba, will now be restricted. So, in the case that I give the chocolate, a particular chocolate, she will never be allowed to derive benefit from it, if she actually accepted some benefit from the Ksuba. So therefore, she's not, not chashudah, she's not suspected of violating her vow, and she's going to continue eating those chocolates. So therefore, it's a solid way of ensuring that she did not, in fact, collect the ksuba without the oath, but rather this vow as a, a lighter way to uh, ensure that everybody is protected and that she will collect her ksuba continuing in the Mishnah, the witnesses sign on the bill of divorce, also in order to establish the world. The lots of things for Tikhan Olam, also enacted a prusbel so that lending activity doesn't grind to a halt as the seventh year approaches. So by enacting prusbel. The ability to hand over this debt to the court for a collection, people will not be afraid to issue loans when the seventh year is looming. These are enactments of Rabban Gamaliel Akulukai. All of these enactments, the unifying factor of this Mishnah and the previous Mishnah, we're talking about Tikkun HaOlam. Gabriel Mona Shunoshim Nosos Lubalim. For women, it will encourage the women to be amenable to getting married. They're not going to be afraid that if they get married, they're going to lose the ksuba. If she's afraid to take the oath, and she's not going to be so happy to get married. So maybe she won't even get married by this enactment. So she'll get her ksuba, and the most important thing, she'll get married. Gabi Chosmin. This aspect of Tikkun Olam that the Edim should sign on the get, the Gemara will discuss that later, what the Tikkun is for that, how that helps. The Gemara. Why are we focused on almana? Why are we discussing that? In general, why don't we say this? We say in general that anybody who has an outstanding debt on the estate, wants to collect from the orphans, needs to do so with an oath, that they have not received payment. amona <inaudible> is is necessary for a widow in particular, <inaudible> I would have to say, <inaudible> maybe the general requirement, that there be a shvua administered for the collection, should be waived by an almana altogether, and there's words coming to teach you no that's not, the, that's not the case. it was not waived. Rashi says that the men should find favor in the eyes of the women and also that, that the women should be interested in getting married to them. you might have thought that in order to make the women amenable to getting married to these men, they should not have the obstacle of taking an oath to collect suvah, but no, that is not the case, there is a requirement of the oath, but Rabbi Gamliel was masakin instead of the Shvua, the Nader, to make it easier as the Tikkun Olam, but that there is a requirement for Shvua, that includes not only lenders collecting from the estate, but also the widow collecting her suva from the estate. They held back from taking oaths. What's the reasoning? <clears throat> if you say it's because of Rav the Amr Rav Amr Rav Yehuda, A story. It was during the years of famine. He held as a deposit by a particular widow a dinner of gold. And she placed for safekeeping this golden dinner inside her flower box. There's a, a picture of flour that she stored her flour in. And she thought it was a good idea. It wasn't a good idea. She actually ended up baking this golden dinner into uh, a loaf of bread. And then she gave this Loaf of bread with a golden dinner in it to a poor person. Very pious woman, except it wasn't her dinner. It's somebody else's dinner. Oh. In years of famine. Okay. The omen, Ba and some days later, the Baladinner, one who trusted this widow with his precious golden coin, comes to collect. Amr Law, dinner. He says, Give me my dinner. I give it to you for safekeeping. Give it back. Amr so she says she can't find the dinner. She searches high and low. She goes through the pitcher of flour, sifts it out. No golden dinner comes about. And she takes a shkua, she says, that in a very sharp way to, to try and exonerate herself. She says, that if she derived any benefit from this golden dinner, then it should be a source of poison, lethal poison to one of her children, of that woman, meaning of herself. Hmm. She says, I did not take your dinner. She doesn't know what happened to it. She knows she put it in this flower jar, and now it's gone. But she's saying, I didn't steal it. I didn't benefit from it. Amru <inaudible> lo It was only a few days... Until one of her children died. Hmm. When the sages heard this whole story, this tragedy, Amru Ma Look at the severity. This woman genuinely took an oath. She took a shvua, and she was sincere. But one who would swear falsely. How much more so would a false oath come back to to uh, cause damage to the one who flippantly took an oath that was false Why was, was she in fact punished? She did derive benefit from the volume of flour that she would have given to this poor person had it been flour that instead was filled with gold. that wasn't hers. So There's a very, very slight benefit. She did benefit from this golden dinner. Because she was trying to give the poor person a loaf of bread. And she gave him a loaf. Minus the flour of hmm. the volume of the golden yeah. dinner. So she, she did actually benefit from the dinner. <inaudible> ah, you said it, that she swore in truth. It's like swearing in truth. It was sincere. She actually didn't say the truth because she was a beneficiary of this theft, inadvertent. But she was a beneficiary because it saved her the cost of that little bit of flour. But she was being sincere, and that's what, nonetheless. You see the ramifications. i <speaking in Hebrew> Almona, grusha it was only taught by an Almana. A widow is the one that, that is given this path that she could take the neder at the hands of the osomim. But a grusha, she takes the shvua. she has to be administered the oath to collect the, the woman who was divorced, not the widow. When it was divorced, she needs to take a shvua. Almana shine. And by Nalmana, there's a greater concern that since she's busy exerting herself on behalf of the orphans, so she could be maraheter and say that she didn't derive benefit from the tsuba, even if she did derive some minuscule benefit. And as we see, the danger of taking the the oath, even in, in... Sincerity, if there's an element of falsehood there, you see the fallout and the tragedy that can ensue. That was a concern by an almana, by the widow. Maybe she did receive some benefit, but it it was in her mind more than compensated for due to all of her exertions on behalf of the orphans, whereas the woman who's divorced, she's out of the picture, and therefore there's there's no such concern and she has administered the oath in order to collect the suba like any creditor.